What's up, what's up, everybody? It is time to make up your mind with me, Mandy. And we have Justine Devanna. Hello, everybody. Today, is, is that, this is my guest for the day. Okay. She's, I'm so excited to be here. I know. it's. I'm really excited, too. I just feel like it's going to be a conversation that we used to have like when we lived together. We, we used to be roommates. We did roommates for what, like... A year and a half? A year and a half. It was like 2019 going into like November of 2020. It's crazy how time go, like flies. I know. It's, it's insane. I, now that I think about it, like the pandemic, like it's, we're in our third year. Oh my God. I always forget that. I, I can't believe it's going to be three years. Yeah. Yeah. We're thriving, baby. We're thriving. Seriously. Um, but yeah, back to you, Justine. I wanted to introduce who you are and what you do. So you are a professional makeup artist and hairstylist. You also do microblading eyebrows. You also do lip uh, hyaluronic acid injections. <laughs> I did her lips. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you also are a red carpet host. You do all kinds of different hosting. And I would like you to tell our listeners and viewers your most recent venture with Tickety Talkity. With Tickety Talkity? Well... <laughs> So I've actually been doing social media for a, a long time. I would say this is before TikTok, though. So Instagram and YouTube for about five years, kind of on and off, never really consistent. But then TikTok came around and I feel like TikTok really has given a chance and an opportunity for people that maybe had a hard time growing and they didn't start out way earlier in the yeah. industry. And I uploaded a video just talking about how like dudes have no idea what no makeup is because they have no idea what no makeup is. It's like a topic that makes we're gonna, me we're so gonna get into angry. It. We're gonna get into it. And it just blew up. It was like a, a couple part series and people really just enjoyed it. And so from there, I just really started building my audience and just really working at it. And that happened in about August. So, you know, hard work definitely does pay off because so you it started, did not happen overnight. I, I want to stop you there. I know it did. And I've I've seen you go through all this. Yeah. Um, so, but our listeners don't know, and that's why you're here. <laughs> so, it, you started really pushing that, like, August, it was, like, whatever, and then it, it took off. And then how how many followers did you have on TikTok when you first started this whole little... So, when, like, before the video went viral... Yeah, 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 yeah. I was at 4,000. And then you're now at... I'm at almost 78K. Okay. So, yeah, it's built up. Uh, it's... It, It's hard because a lot of people will say the same thing. TikTok growth, it's like, and then it can plateau, and then it can go down. It can be like, uh. That's with anything, I feel like. It's with anything. And so it's just like, it's an interesting industry. So that's why I do TikTok. I do my social media, but I'm not just like an internet personality. I like to do my makeup. I like to be creative. <laughs> I like to do my microblading and, and just do all beauty stuff. That's just, that's what you, you know how it is being a makeup artist, being creative. It's like, I can't just sit in front of my camera all day, every day. And that's all I do. I have to get out. I have to be creative and do my craft and do what I went to school for. Totally. I love that. And, um, so that video that went viral, could you kind of give us a little, like, could you, could you guide us along? Like how, why that, why you did that, how it came about and how it went viral and where it's right. Well, it's really funny because my best friend that's off camera right now, she is the one. She's, she's right here. She's She's literally right here. (laughs) Her name is Madeline. Shut up. She (laughs) is the one that was basically like, like long story short, not word for word. She just basically was like, you just have to be yourself because Nobody's going to believe what you're saying if you are hosty, because I have a hosting background. Yeah. So I just naturally am very like, hey guys, I just want to show you exactly how to get this color lip. Like, naturally I do that. And she's like, you just got to be yourself. And so 
it popped up like online and I was like, dudes have no idea what no makeup is. And it was just pictures of celebrities that had really light makeup and guys being like, whoa, She's Kylie so Jenner looks beautiful. so naturally beautiful. And I was like, you know what? This is great. It has to do with my brand, has to do with makeup. And I'm just going to go off and genuinely get pissed off the way I would in real life. <laughs> and I just think it resonated. And I always say the number one thing when it comes to social media is be yourself. And it sounds so cliche and superficial mm-hmm. really because everyone would say that. And I'm like, I am being myself, but I really wasn't until I just let go and was like, just I off. know when I saw that video, I was like, that's her like on the daily basis. Like these are our conversations we have off camera. And for her to have it on camera, I was like, she's genuinely just being herself. And I think yeah. that's why I think that's why it, it took off. And, and you know, there's going to be people that are like, you're so loud. Like I've had people be like, you're so loud. You're, you're fake. Cool. Call, you're cool. Loud. Comment and give me more engagement. <laughs> no, first of all, yes. Cause that's exactly <laughs> what happens because you're getting engagement, even yeah. if it's something negative. And right. I'm like, well, this is actually me. I'm not like pretending like to do this just to get views. Like I actually, I was just doing it for so long without really any traction that when I made that video, I did not expect it to go viral at all. I just was like... How many views did it get? Like, how did it go viral? Like... That one got almost... That one got almost a million, and then the series got almost a million, and then after that, I got a couple million views on different type of videos. But those are the ones that really kick-started my TikTok career. How do you say that? Oh, my God. So weird. I don't even know how to say that. So, so... Take me down why you feel the way you feel behind behind these videos. So I anybody that knows me knows when it comes to men, I get very, very heated. No. I get so heated because so Here we go. I don't just <laughs> men don't just piss me off when it comes to makeup though. So that's the thing. When it came to my brand, I was like, my brand is makeup, so I'm gonna incorporate my I don't want to say hatred for men, that sounds really dramatic. Yeah, we're not saying that okay. here. Every we're all inclusive here. We love everyone. I love everyone. We just have opinions. <laughs> yes, opinions. yes. My frustration with yes, men. Yes, yes, yes. How about great that? Word, great word. My frustration with men does not just stem from makeup. It okay. stems from everything. So that's why right now I'm really all about women empowerment. And that's why with my channel now, I'm starting to incorporate stuff that has to do with men and women, relationships and stuff, but it doesn't just have to do with makeup. Okay. My, I've just never been a good dater. I've never had good experiences. So I think that's maybe tainted my view on men and my anger toward them. So that's why when I do these videos, like I just genuinely like to roast them because I'm like you know what instead of being pissed off at them why don't I just roast them and make it fun so that's kind of was my background on it okay and what are some of like the comments that you get from from men out there and how do you how do you deal with how do you deal with it so it's really funny because on TikTok most of the comments I get are from females I actually don't get a lot of men commenting back negatively it's mostly female my my audience is about three percent male and the rest female like it's genuinely a lot yeah but when i post the same videos on instagram i notice all the guys attacking me it's it's crazy it's different with social media with different social media platforms so i post on tiktok i also post on the app likey all females all you go girl like hyping me up loving what i'm saying agreeing with what i'm doing instagram guys attack me it's actually really crazy and that doesn't affect you at all. I know it doesn't. No. It absolutely, honestly, it doesn't. It used to. I'm not going to lie. Like, I used to care what everybody thought so much. Let's dive into there. Okay, let's dive into... Uh, yeah, Mandy knows all about it. how it. I've changed.
changed my life. I yeah. read a book that literally changed but let's my talk entire before, life. Though. But let's talk about before. So, like, okay. So, growing up. Mm-hmm. Let's start there. Let's talk about your family life. How that's affected you to now. And then when we met. And then we'll Oh, my go God. Off. I'm like an open book. I could go on forever and ever. So, that's why. It's going to be a long episode, kids. No, let me just up. get my mind and, like, make it a little bit shorter. But... Yeah, so I grew up with a single mom and me and my sister. My dad wasn't around. He, I'm, I'm very, very open about this stuff. The whole podcast is about mental health. So yes. my dad st- suffered. He was never fully diagnosed, but he was manic, depressive, bipolar, possibly schizophrenic. Not exactly sure. Right. Um, and so, you know, that was a lot to deal with. So I've dealt with mental illness issues with my family I mean literally since the day I was born and obviously a lot of stuff is hereditary so I I've struggled with clinical depression my entire life so I know that you know that could have been passed on and you know whatever genetically genetically yeah which is fine you know I used to be upset about it and care until my mom she's worked in psychiatry like she's been a receptionist for a psychiatrist for my entire life for literally 30 years. So she was always very helpful. I always had someone on my side that never, she's always like, don't feel bad about having a mental illness or having to take medication or whatever you choose to do. Don't feel bad about it because everybody deals with it, even if it's in silence. That's why I really love your podcast that it's opening it up because a lot of people don't talk about it and it's nothing to be ashamed of. Why? I'll tell you right now. Because of where I'm at now. It doesn't define you. It so really true. doesn't. Like I want this doesn't. podcast just so everybody knows what you said this right now. Like I want this podcast to be of like an outlet for people. Yeah. So like say people can't afford mental health, they can come listen to my podcast or watch the YouTube video, what have you. You know yeah. what I mean? I just I want to be an outlet to help people. So I love that you said that. Yeah, no, that's that's why I absolutely love this podcast. And I just feel like it's really important for people to be open and honest about it because a lot of people suffer in silence because they feel ashamed. And I've just, like I said in the beginning, I was ashamed when I was young. But then my mom, I grew up, her telling me not to be and having that positive force has made me be like, I'll tell anybody, I don't care. <laughs> like, I, it, just because it's not, I'm not ashamed of it. It's who I am, and it's made me the person that I am today. And I just, I just don't have any like. And also, like being able to connect with people about it, like talk about it. So, like our mm-hmm. conversation could be helping somebody right now. It's like rather than like you said, suffering in silence. You're just going to continue to stay in that shell, and you know, like who knows, have suicidal thoughts or harm yourself with drugs or yeah. you, don't, you, what have you. You know what I mean? Everybody picks a different outlet, but for you, you chose like the therapy route, right? So I, I've like was in therapy in and out my entire life. I honestly didn't really connect with anyone. That's not really what made a difference. Honestly, just having a really good support group really helped. Like if I didn't have my mom and sister and my friends and my family that genuinely were there to support me, I really don't know how, how it would have turned out to be honest with you. Not really like, it's not that I'm against therapy. I think it really works for some people. Just for me, I just never clicked with the right person. I was oh, always like, in you're, and out you're, of you're talking in regards to a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I talked about this in one of my previous episodes, uh, with one of my guests. It's really important to find, it's like dating. 
It's like mm-hmm. you have to find that therapist that you connect with and that you feel um, comfortable enough to let your guard down. I know you and I, we can talk to anybody about this, but not everybody can talk to even anybody, let alone a therapist, somebody they don't even know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So again, that like turns people off to the whole therapy thing. And, you know, I I got lucky my first time doing therapy. I loved my therapist. And, you know, meeting Justine, we met at AfterBuzz TV. We both, mm-hmm. we both did hosting. So AfterBuzz TV is Maria Munoz's network. Um, and we do after show talks or whatever what have you on like reality television movies all that jazz so Justine and I actually met there and we were both going through a breakup and we both needed a place to live and we just started talking and then we found a place to live and mind you Justine and I we knew each other for like 10 minutes no literally 10 minutes maybe like five or 10 minutes yeah and I was like me too it was like our lives just like we're mirroring each other and like we're like let's do this and I'll be 100% honest with you I did not think that you're gonna reach out I didn't think anything whatever and then I remember you texted me and you were like really hey it's me Justine from After Buzz me and my best friend Dynasty are looking for a place and I'm like oh my god like she's really going through with it and I'm not gonna lie I was scared shitless I was like oh my god like this is it Amanda like you're gonna be moved to LA like oh my god you know but I like jumped oh, yeah, on that you were in LA I yet. jumped on the, I was in Orange County I jumped on that opportunity like there was no fucking tomorrow and I was like let's go and then I actually found the apartment that we moved into you guys yep. toured it well I was out of town doing hair and makeup I moved into an apartment I hadn't even seen and then like moved in and then we we were there together and then our other roommate was a therapist this is so meant to be look at this our other roommate dynasty shout out was a therapist and then you had been in therapy and you had you know opened up you know to me about suffering like with your mental health and all that jazz i was an anxiety attack walking living walking anxiety attack like literally yeah. that was me you you definitely were because I, I i mean i was, I was diagnosed <laughs> with no AD- judgment you know no, no i know like i was diagnosed with like diagnosed diagnosed with adhd when i was a kid i literally like had my own desk i talked so much that they literally took me away from the class and gave me my own desk to separate me from people i used to get that too and so yeah so i always like had like i always thought i was too much i'm too loud i'm too honest you sound I don't like me yeah i don't I, I don't fit in I just want to love everybody. Why can't everybody think like me? You know, I and it and it took a huge toll on me, especially in regards to like toxic relationships and stuff. We can get into that if we have time. But like all dealing with all of that over the years and never seeking ther- therapy, never seeking medication, what have you, which medication's great. You don't have to be on medication. You can heal yourself naturally, spiritually, all of that which I have done, but you were actually the one you were on. This is, this is how you can tell when somebody's a real friend. Justine was also a roommate too, but I will never forget the day where Justine's like, Mandy, like we, I got to talk to you. I think it was just you. I don't even think it was dynasty, but I remember I went to the bedroom and you were like, Hey, like you got to do something about this. Like it's affecting me. I remember you told me that. I think I I felt like shit. No, I'm not going to lie. I felt like shit, but I was like, Whoa, like, I am affecting other people. And I remember you were like, But I just genuinely cared about I know, but you. You were you like, know, Mandy, watching this happen. I couldn't, I, I was like, I could barely function, you guys. Like, this was literally 2020. Yeah. Like, I could barely function. Yeah. I could barely function. And she was just like, Mandy, you should really think about it. And so I reached out to a therapist. I got on Zoloft, antidepressant, all that jazz, also for anxiety attacks. And I just want to say, like, I owe part of my spiritual journey to you. <gasps> God. No, but it's like, like I wouldn't have this podcast. Wait, I, I owe it to you too, though, because, I mean, I don't know if you want to get into that now, what? that Mandy was on a, a podcast and you invited me because you're like, I just, I really want you there. Like, you had a feeling, right? Oh my God. Mandy wanted okay. you there. So, I, yeah, so, so 
so so just kind of fast forwarding a little bit guys not trying to jump all over the place here but all of this like coincides so basically what happened with justine and i like i would not have this podcast today if i had never went on my spiritual like my mental health spiritual journey like ever like this would not be here right now so i just want to say thank you for that for being a real friend because most people would be like oh i don't want to hurt her feelings whatever but you and i we lived together and we're very similar in a lot of ways we are so similar so So. we feed off each other so like when she's depressed I'm depressed when I'm excited she's excited like genuinely that's how Justine and I are I don't know how or why but we're very similar in a lot of aspects and we feed off each other so like the energy is like really intense when it's intense and then it's really fun when it's fun and it can just be I think it's safe to say it could be too much yeah honestly so she was like yeah do this do that work on yourself so I did and then recently I was on uh, Flashbacks, uh, shout out to Jessica Hall. I was on her uh, podcast. And for some reason, the day before I was like, can I bring somebody? So I asked them, they said, yeah. And I was like, hey, like, for some reason, they just said, bring Justine. I don't know why. I can't tell you what it is, so intuition, whatever, but I brought Justine. We ended up meeting some other entertainment people and guests in the lobby while we were waiting for, you know, myself and the other to be interviewed. And you ended up meeting uh, a gentleman and ge- you stayed in, you stayed in touch. Yeah. And then you can take it from here. Yeah, we stayed in touch. We hung out and it, literally it was absolutely not what I was expecting. So I am not religious. I'm just not a religious she person. She was never like that from whenever yeah. I remember. I gave you my Bible. I would even tell you like read the Bible. Yeah. I would and you were just like, eh, "But I I'm, I'm not religious. I still I still do not consider myself religious. I still consider myself spiritual." Um but when this guy came over, we were just like hanging out. And I didn't expect to was, start talking. Like, we literally were just going to hang out as friends. Like, there was nothing. All I thought was, oh, I'm hanging out with this cute guy. You guys just vibed. Yeah, you yeah. guys just vibed. I was like, I'm just hanging out with this cute guy. And then we just started talking about, you know, I, I since I'm not religious, I'm very open to hearing, like, everybody else's opinions and views. So I wanted to hear what he had to say. And he recommended a book. And I said... You know, the religious aspect is hard for me, but spiritual-wise, I really want to gain that. My mom's very spiritual, and he told me to read this book um, called Imagine Heaven, which I actually gave That's Mandy my, to read. Yeah, I'm going to read that next. And it changed my What's life. What's it called again, babe? Imagine Heaven. So it's okay. all near-death experiences, and why it changed my life, the difference is people could say, you know, you say read the Bible, right? I'm going to be honest. That just didn't really do it for me because I'm the person that needs to see or here to believe factual so by yeah so by hearing these near-death experience encounters and really showing that there is life after life you know no matter what you believe it's just a spiritual aspect it really really helps be like wow these stories you can't make up some of these stories that are in this book therefore how can i not believe and it just literally changed my entire outlook on life and everything changed from from the second that I so what read changed? This book. Could you share that with us? Like from how you were feeling before to how you feel now, or whatever? Yeah, just and it sounds so cliche, but not like things don't matter as much. And like I know this is very like my mom's like this is very it's very extreme just seeing the way you are. And I'm like it's the <laughs> only way that I can really like register things. I always say at the end of the day we're all gonna leave this earth you know what I mean like at the end of the day we're all gonna leave this earth and we are going to be judged based on the what we left good here. things we yeah the good things that we did and we're not like it, in the life reviews and stuff it's just like a little part of the book in the life reviews they talk about how you're judged not not based on oh the promotion you got or, or you're famous or this nobody cares what what it, how you treat people how is you what make it, people feel yes is what matters and so I'm like 
why am I sitting here like obsessing over TikTok or obsessing over views and followers when at the end of the day, none of this matters and not in a bad way. I'm using it still as a creative outlet, but I'm not letting it be my life anymore. If that makes any sense. No, I'm, totally. Like you're not letting like the views and numbers control it, but you're really still not. doing what you want because I feel like it's how you treat people, treat people, but it's also like what you leave behind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So for instance, like what would you want to leave behind? I mean, and I'm like, what's be, most important I, to, for you? Honestly, in the past, before I really started, you know, this, is it a spiritual, spiritual journey? journey? I mean, it is, it is. Or before, finding yourself. Yeah, you before that, I, I cared what people thought. Like, oh, I want to get big on social media because I want to prove to all the people that were mean to me and bullied me in high school. Like, I want to prove to them and my family my family that I didn't think believed in me, I just was like, I want to prove them all wrong. I want to prove to them that I am great, that I am worth something. I was literally doing it to prove to everybody else. And the second that I read this book and really started changing my life, I'm like, why do I even care what any of these people think? So the second I stopped caring about what these people thought, I'm like, I don't, I don't care about doing this for anybody else but me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it sounds cliche. And, like, I, if I heard someone talk about this a year ago, I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. But, cliche, but like, it's just, it's true. Cliche, cliche, like, stands, like, the time. Um, the time. Like, it, it goes through time. So, obviously, yeah. it's cliche for a reason because it's working. So, mm-hmm. I'm saying it, it through all this time, people are still saying the same thing. Yeah. Do it for yourself. Like, you do it self-love, all that. Self-love. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's so important because, you know, like... I, I've talked to you about just like growing up and the way you circling back to you saying you always felt like you were too much. You were, you I were never felt like I fit in. Fit in. I've never felt like I fit Ever. in. I always felt like I was like the joke friend or I was too loud and I was yeah. the one that everyone made fun of and I was never the friend that guys liked because I was too much. I was yeah, too was intense. Me. I was never just the cool girl that's like, hey, go with the flow. I'm like, yeah, like I'm like loud and it's like, ooh, too much. So I always felt so bad about myself and that's kind of not just with friends and proving people wrong, going into the guy aspect, bringing in men and my past trauma with relationships and why I have such a bitter, you know, which I'm working on with my new spiritual journey, but why I've had for so long such this like bitter resentfulness toward guys because of my past and being treated like I didn't matter. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about like your, your experiences with, with men and why you felt that way. I mean, going back to, Growing up, I just was, I always felt like I was the friend that nobody liked. And if, if they did, it, I was being used. Oh. So it was, it was never like, oh, I want to date Justine. Like, oh yeah. Like out of all my friends, if, if it was like to choose who, it would never be to date, maybe to hook up with me, but that's it. So it's like, you look back and I've had people be like, oh, but like you had a lot, you always were talking to guys. And I'm like, all they wanted was one thing for me. None of them wanted to date me. Nothing ever worked. They just looked at me for one reason. And maybe I was a part of that. You know, I used to party a lot. Not knowing your self-worth. Not knowing my self-worth, going for guys that, you know, I have to look at myself as much as I could put all the blame on men. And, oh, you know, they, they were mean to me. I have to put, I have to take at least 50 percent at least half responsibility because i was choosing these guys you know like i chose them but when you are not the best version of yourself think about it if you are not if you're the best version of yourself energy is energy and clear sight exactly and if you're giving off a positive energy you're gonna get that in return and if you're not and you're mad and you're bitter and you're upset 
you're going to get a guy like that because you're going to attract what what you're putting out. I, you I, I always say, like, it's we're, we're mirroring people. So whoever we meet, it's a mirror of ourselves. It's a reflection of ourselves. Yeah. If, if you were to hear... Even... Can you imagine me saying this, like... A year ago? No. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, this so is a crazy me talking about energy and it's giving so you is so not like who I used to be. I know, like seeing you now and then like thinking about the apartment, it's just like And I was like this before, like, oh, I started doing really well on TikTok, right? A lot of people think that when things start going well for you is when you feel better. And I'm like, no, no, no. I've been feeling this way since I I feel re- like TikTok took off because you felt better. That it's actually the reverse. Not even not even kidding you. When I cut two toxic guys out of my life, who you know who one of them yeah. is, I am not kidding you when I say within that same week, because I remember this was August, my TikTok blew up. The second I cut the toxic people off and I go, you know what? I need to work on myself. Like you put the energy that you were putting into that into yourself and yeah. your TikTok and then it's TikTok, tick, tick, boom. Tick, ticky, boom. No, tick, seriously, tick, it's, it's, it's insane how things go. Like it really, it really is like everything goes correlates does that make sense everything, everything correlates yeah. everything corresponds okay so talking about like bullying i heard you say that you were like you know bullied in school and things like that well what do people bully you for and how did you get through that so the thing is when when people hear bullying i know that like a lot of people can relate they'll say oh but like you weren't shoved into a locker you know like that kind of bullying because like, you know those are those are the standards but you know what i mean how there's a lot of people that yeah. think like oh like you're walking down see. the hall and they're like in movies pushing it. that's what you see in movies that didn't happen to me mine was more and this was god can you imagine social media was big in high school this was oh, before so social media was even big it was a lot of like it was a lot through myspace like facebook a lot of like texting and a lot of people just talking shit behind my back. Like I'll just, I'll never remember. It was this one, this, there was a lot of these situations, but this one specific situation, I just went to high school and I was so excited to like meet new friends. I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to, I was like, as much as I'm really outgoing at home, like I'm shy around people, like the popular people, you know, or people that I felt intimidated by. And I'm like, Oh, this is a brand new start, whatever. And I started talking to this girl that was a cheerleader and I was like, whoa, I can't even believe she's talking to me, first of all. And we would pass notes back and forth. And then one day she just stopped talking to me. And I'm like, what's like going on? And she basically was like, just flat out told me, yeah, like all of the popular girls or no, all not popular girls, all of the cheerleaders were saying that you're like a loser and you're weird. Just named all this stuff about was her me. name Regina and, George. Sounds like it. Right. And she, she was like, here. so we, we, you know, like, I just can't be friends with you. That was the moment that I went to therapy. That is the moment that I had not, not gone to. I had gone to therapy when I was younger. That moment literally was put me into a depression spiral because I was not on medication then. And it really triggered. It was when oh, it triggered my depression to the point because it wasn't one person denying me or telling me that I wasn't good enough. I was told that an entire group of people that basically ran the freaking grade didn't like me because for no reason, but they just thought I was weird. That, that, no, literally, like, so I didn't feel good about myself. I was like, well, I'm weird. Nobody likes me anyway. And so I never, I had no self-confidence at all. What would you tell kids these days right now going through something like this with social media? Like, what advice would you give them? Well, especially, like, all I want to say is school, your school years, middle school, high school, does not, does not define you at all. It means nothing. There's people that are like, Oh, I miss high school. I, I would, if someone paid me, I would go back. I would never, you couldn't pay me any money to go relive that time of my life. 
it was like I had great times, but it was the worst time of my yeah, life because yeah. I would never choose to be a kid when I can be an adult now. And a lot of people miss being a kid. No, 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 no. I didn't know how to handle anything as a kid. So I, giving advice, I would say it sounds easier said than done, but like, I swear it doesn't matter. It doesn't define you. You are not even, you don't even have a job, like a real career yet. So you're not even, I didn't even know who I was before my career. You know, I started in high school doing cosmetology when I was like, Oh, this is like really where I want to go. And I, I remember when I started cosmetology, I was like, I'm going to make something of myself. I'm going to do makeup for the stars. Like literally that is the first thing that I said to myself. I was like, I'm going to get out of here and I'm going to make a name for myself. And I found my identity when I started doing makeup and really working in my career. So like being a kid, you have no idea what your life is. is. You have no idea. So you may be upset because people are bullying you or you feel like crap because of something going on in your life. But all you have going on in your life is school, after school programs, your sports, like you don't have anything else. So you're just submerged in all the, the high school drama. So what would you say to them? Like focus on what you want to, what, what you want to do? Yeah. I would say focus on what you want to do. How do you stay being a kid and focus on what you want to do in the future? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard. Basically what There's I There's no would wrong s- or right answer. Justine. No. Yeah. It's just your I just think I'm thinking of it. I, I think that. Don't be like, I'm not saying that you're 14 and you have to be, know what you want to do for the rest of your life, but start to figure out what you like to do and really just start working on that. Like say that you're someone that wants to be a lawyer one day. Obviously when you're like 14, that's not really and like it's probably anything that can happen. Yeah. <laughs> but keep that in mind. Like keep your goal in mind in the back of your head and tell yourself literally out loud, this doesn't matter. Like high school is going to end. I am more than my identity in school. Like seriously. So true. You, I am more than my identity in school, and I have so much more that I have to live for. And it's crazy because I feel like a lot of these for me, like I can I can relate to some things that you're saying. You know what I mean? Like um, I feel like I was in the popular crowd. I was in multiple popular crowds, but I felt like I was never like in just I never fit into those. Like yeah. like a loose puzzle piece or something. Like I hung out with them, but I wasn't a part of them. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. So I just feel like. A lot of the people that I look back at now that, like, were like that in high school, like, they... I have to be careful with what I'm saying right now. Um, I just feel like a lot of people stayed in their hometown. Yeah. And stayed in the secure, safe place, not risk-taking type thing. And it's like, I just feel like when you hear these stories of the people that were bullied or what have you, and then they grow up to be something and influential in whatever industry, you know, hopefully in the world, it's, it's like, that is so cool. You know what I mean? Cause we endure, we endured so much like negativity and pain and everything. And we still chose to go after what we wanted to do. And like everything that I do, you know, I want to help people. Yeah. And I feel like you're helping people. Yeah. Did that, that make sense, guys? No, it makes so much sense. And that was... I'm kind of just talking, you know? No, honestly. Yeah. And the, the, the that was just the beginning. That yeah. girl was just the beginning. After that, I've had... I've had a core group of friends that I have had literally since sixth grade. So I have that core group of friends that literally stuck by me no matter what through my... Not going to lie. I had some bad drinking days. I had my depressive, manic days. They stuck by me, but there was a lot of people that just didn't want to handle me or, or, or be with me, like whether it was friends, whether it was guys. So throughout that time, you know, I'd have friends that would just stop being my friend and then blast me through social media. I had 
one girl just literally blasts me all over Facebook, just like saying so many horrible things about me, just blasting me and people commenting and the girl, like the girls in that same group commenting like, yeah, I hate her. It was just... To it, me, that's so crazy. That And that was just one other time. Like, this has happened a lot. There's been a lot of It's instances. literally like Mean Girls. Yeah. Like, literally I like had a girl calling girls. me that wouldn't leave me alone, was going to come to my house, stalk me, fight me. I had my house egged. Like, literally. I had this one girl that wanted to... Madeline, my best friend over there, no, like, she had to stand in front of her one time, like, in school because she hated me because I kissed her boyfriend that I didn't know was her boyfriend because they had broken up a while ago. But how am I supposed to know this? Don't get mad at me. And from that, for about two years... She would harass me and like she I I can't fight. She was scary. She was on drugs. Like she was a scary person. I was petrified of this oh girl. Like God. I wouldn't go to school. Like I was so scared of her for like a couple years. It's crazy because I wonder where she's at today, and I guarantee you, like those people were. Yeah, hurting. she's not doing shit. Those I'm people. Be honest. I I I think like I checked like a while ago because I'm like. Whatever happened to that girl that used to bully the crap this out of me? This is why I love Justine. She's not doing <laughs> shit. Okay. Okay. I just feel like but people like that, like, are hurting. And they're going through stuff. Like, people, hurt people hurt people. Yeah, and I can have compassion you know? for her now. I was bitter for all the people that did me wrong. That's why I was like, I want to make it in the industry. I want to be known because I want people to know that I'm not worthless. I'm not a loser. I am worth it. And then when you realize it doesn't matter what anyone but else thinks like, about you, it's like, Nobody needs cares? to tell you that you're, yeah, not, that you're worthless, that you're not. Took me 30 we, years to figure this out, guys. Yeah, we got to tell ourselves that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know if uh, there's Mel Robbins that I listen to. I love her. Um, I think I've sent you some of her videos. What yeah. have you? But I absolutely love her. But she has this fi- um, five second rule in bed. So it's like how to get out of bed. So she counts down from five, four, three, two, one. And then she just gets out It's like a rocket launch. So it's yeah. like subconsciously counting down makes you want to like five, four, three, two, one, get up. Right. So she most recently has um, the high five rule where she looks in the mirror and she high fives herself. She high fives herself. I love that. And that that psychologically like boosts you up and all that jazz. So me, I even even before I heard that from Mel Robbins, right? Mm-hmm. Even before I heard that, I had always like counted down like working out like on my sets like five, four, like t- five, four, three, two, one, rather than one, two, three, four, five. Because when you count forwards, like you're looking ahead and you're like, oh my god, I have nine more to do. But when you count backwards psychologically, you're like. I'm get, it's less. It's going to be it, less. That makes so much so sense. So it makes it easier, right? Yeah. So I was thinking about all these things, and then I saw that she had a, like, five-second rule, all that jazz, and the high-five rule. Me, what I do is I tell myself that I love myself. I look at myself in the mirror, and I tell myself that I love myself. Because eventually, if you say it enough, you'll You'll start believe to believe it. it you know? But not even that. It's like, we are literally all we have, and it's like, I do it in the bathroom, because I feel like the bathroom is the room where we, like, break ourselves down the most, because that's the first thing, you, first time you see yourself in the mirror. When you get up, you go to brush your teeth. And you're like, oh, my God, I look like shit. Like, oh, my God, my bags. You know, you start like, this is stuff that Mel talks about. So it's like, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to tell myself that I love myself. That way, I've already told myself, first thing in the beginning of the day, I looked in my eyes and I did it. And I don't need to get it from anybody else. It's so Because true. I already told myself that I love myself. Exactly. And when you... Like I was saying before, when you love yourself, you can be the best version. I mean, this was this was about to go into guys, but I don't know if we even have time to, to talk about our we do. relationships. We do. we do. Yeah, I mean, I just think it all goes hand in hand, kind of like what you were saying about loving yourself. Like, I, I've had such toxic relationships because I wasn't 
okay with myself. Like, but really do you know though. what that is? And I think that we can both relate to this. Is we didn't have our purpose. Yeah. Because makeup literally saved my life. Like, makeup legitimately saved my life. The second that I dropped out of um, community college and decided to go to makeup school at 25, that's when everything changed. So, that was 25, like I'm 35, so I've literally been in it for 10 years. So, I feel like I found my purpose. Before, I was just kind of floating, like, what am I doing? Like, what am I going to be? I, like, work a nine-to-five. It was, like, to me, it was always so unappealing. And I well, was just- that's what I was, like, in high school, and I ended up, what happened was everybody wanted, not wanted, it was a time when everyone's like, oh, so... What you we're going to go to life? college. Yeah. We're yeah. going to go to college. So um, my, my family was all about like, not my mom, but the rest of my family, my uncles were very big on, are you going to go to college? Are you going to go to college? And it was when all my friends were like looking at colleges and getting accepted. And I'm, I am not book smart at all to the point that I was really nervous because I was like, I don't think I can go and do any more school. I can't do any more tests. Like I can't go to college. Like it's just not for me. And then cosmetology I went to cosmetology school for two years in high school and I was like this is what I want to do with my life the beauty industry I'm not going to college I'm going to take my college money that I had saved and I'm going to go to advanced hair and makeup school so go to the college for what I want to do that's great and I never went to college and I never felt bad about it I went to my friend's college and pretended that I went to college there just for fun like what not like literally but like went to parties and I just oh. like oh, like I wouldn't actually lie but in my head I'm like these are my college years but I <laughs> I felt so bad about myself because everyone was all my friends were smart and would go to college and I was like I don't think I'll make it through college like genuinely like my brain does not work that way I'm a creative person and so I just decided to like go full creative did you mode. know that you always wanted to be in entertainment like when Always. did you when I was when I was really little I'll never forget I went to get my hair cut and it was I was literally fantastic like Sam five. I'm scared. I, I was I would get my hair cut off fantastic Sam what's that fantastic Sam's is like a franchise of oh, like, 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 like like Clipper kinda. yeah yeah yeah, so but we went in, to... In the Inland Empire or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so we well when my mom used to take me to get my hair cut I was like I want. I wanted. I want to do hair. Like originally, like I was like I knew I liked hair and makeup. Like I always loved that. And even like as I started getting older, my grandma that my called her Gubby. She passed away, but she took every grandkid when they turned thirteen anywhere they wanted in the in the in the world. Well, our parents limited us to the country. Okay. And I said, hands down, like not even question. I go. I want. I want to go to where the stars are. I want to do. Makeup for the stars, like literally. I so you came to LA. Yeah, because so you because you because you grew up in New Jersey. Yeah, I grew up in New Sorry, Jersey. Sorry, we forgot to mention that she's from New Jersey. She says water, Ugh, water, <laughs> water. Yeah, so I I'm from Jersey, but I went out to LA as my anywhere I could choose anywhere I wanted to go, and I was like, I'm gonna do makeup for the stars. I'm gonna do it one day. And then when I ended, that was 13. And then when I went to cosmetology school, I remember I always talk about. How my teacher had a pie chart up on the board and was like, these are the things that you can do with your in this cosmetology industry. And one was like, cut hair, do makeup, work at a cosmetic store, do makeup in for the stars. Like, And I will never forget, I saw that little pie chart that said makeup for the stars. And I go, that's what I'm going to do. And then from there, it kind of evolved into me loving makeup and then incorporating that and doing TV hosting, which I love even more. So it all just like kind of came together and... I'm like, you know what? I used to get in trouble for talking in my loud voice and people didn't want to be my friend. Same. And guys didn't want me, but 
it gets me jobs now. Yeah, I so, know. I know. Doesn't same, matter anymore. Yeah, same here. That one desk by myself. Look at I got my own desk by myself oh. and my guest. So how about that, Mrs. Mathers, my second grade teacher? Mrs. Mathers. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe I remembered that. Yeah. And oh my I would God. always get, like, a yellow card. So there were, like, slots of, like, green, yellow, red, like, of how you're, how you're like, um, your attitude or was during the day or what yeah. have you, like if you would get in trouble or not. And I was always on the fucking yellow card, man. <laughs> it was always on the yellow card. card. I was living on the edge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I don't, I don't know. That's that's just it's it's so crazy to see like if you just sit you set your mind as if you make up your mind if you just set your mind to something like how far it will take you. And it's like it's crazy. It's crazy. I feel like I could just talk about anything all day every day so I'm like I don't even know how much time we have I'm like I don't wanna I could just keep going anything anyone wants to know I'm an open book but well no 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 um so let's talk a little bit about um more about your TikTok and what your uh what your hopes are for that so kind of like I was saying like when I was originally doing social media I was doing it for all the wrong reasons and just wanting to prove to everybody that I was good at good enough and then now that I know I'm good enough for myself I genuinely am doing it for for fun and to just inspire people. So now instead of doing it to prove myself to other people, I'm doing it to to, to give people somewhere they want to go. Just be I love your videos. Like I I love nothing more than like I'll have some people I love your videos. I love coming to your page. You're very it makes me happy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wow, I'm creating something that's entertaining to get people out of being upset and maybe if they laugh a little like, you know, if they're in a bad mood. You know, it's, you can create, create to help people. And it doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. me doing like life tip kind of videos. It could just be me doing a stupid video bashing guys and people (laughs) loving it. And that's helping someone get out of their bad mood. So that's honestly, that's really what I want to do. And I just want to do it for the love and I want to do it for the love in all different ways. Okay. (laughs) Awesome. And what are some of your projects that you have coming up that you're able to talk about that you would like to share with our listeners and viewers? So as of right now, I actually just, you don't even know this, I just got offered to work with a company that's starting um, to work with content creators for Snapchat Spotlight. So you know Spotlight, it's it's basically, it's everyone's copying TikTok, you know, it's all short videos. So I'm working with them. Um, I've, you know, recently in the past, I'd say, what was it, like month, I was published, uh, my videos got published on Yahoo and some really cool entertainment uh, outlets. I also did... A video, uh, or a video. I also did a segment, beauty segment on uh, Miami local I news channel. I saw that you went to Miami. Yeah, so I did that, and I'm really just really work is works working on. She's focusing and working, working. We're, we're coining it, a new. It, word it hurts too. my head sometimes because I feel like I do so much that. Stay tuned. There, there's more to come. Some things, you know. I yeah, gotta, got, gotta got, keep hush hush, but yeah. Know. Yeah, we got some things in the works. I'm working, and I'm just going to keep creating content every day and posting and hoping people love it. I love that. That's really genuinely what I want to do. And Amazing. And I'm, I'm moving to Nashville, so I'm really excited about that. I would, if anyone that's listening or knows in Nashville, I would love to do, like, a local Nashville station, a radio station. Like, that would be so fun for me. That's something that I'm, like, a dream, you know? That'd be really cool. You so, got this. You got this. Yes. Uh, can you tell everybody where to find you? We can, yes. If you can spell it out for the listeners as well. Yes. You can find me everywhere at Justine Devana. TikTok, there's... It's a little underscore after the Justine Devana, which pisses me off because I don't have access to my old account when it was musically. That's a whole other story. But basically, just look up Justine Devana and you will find me. And how do you spell that? J-U-S-T-I-N-E-D-I-V-A-N-N-A. That, like, has a little... 
Justine Devana. I love Find that. Me guys. It sounds so fancy, right? <laughs> Justine Devana. Just, that's why I had this conversation the other day about like changing your name. I know this is random, and I was like, I'm never changing my name. Maybe I'll hyphen it, but can you imagine like? Justine oh, I'm De- keeping my last Justine name too. Justine Devana Bob. Like what? Or, <laughs> or, or, not Justine, Justine Devana Bob. Or Justine Justine Bob or. Justine, I know someone with the last name Hornberger. Can you imagine <laughs> Justine Hornberger? Like, I can't. That would be so horrible. Um, anybody's last name is Hornberger, I apologize. But it's just, my mom's friend. It's my mom's friend. Okay, so cool. I feel too bad. She won't see this. Uh, <laughs> maybe she will. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry if he does. Just, oh my god, I love it. Thank you so much for being here. Of course, I had such a good time, genuinely. I'm, I'm so yeah, proud of you. my... My roomy bestie. I yeah, I feel you. like we're always. I always. I still say like roomy. Roomy. Yeah, I love you. I love you too. I love I feel you. Feel like so much. we're the Jersey Shore. They call each other roomies, even though they're really oh yeah, yeah, friends. yeah. I feel like that's us. Totally, totally. Um, and thank you so much for being here. I'm so so happy to have you. And make sure everybody go follow Justine on all of her accounts. Check out her videos. They're very entertaining and very honest, which is why I love them. <laughs> but um, yes, and I'm your host, Amanda Terry. I also go by Makeup Mandy, which is where you can find me on all platforms at Makeup underscore Mandy, and that is with an I. Please don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Makeup Your Mind Podcast. And we spell Makeup Your Mind a different way here, kids. It is Makeup and then you are your mind. Our Instagram is makeupyourmind underscore podcast. Thank you so much for being here and we'll see you next time. Love you. Bye.